Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you decided to connect with me once again for these few moments in time. And today, I want to talk about You Might Be the Problem. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles as always and take some notes. I believe this is going to help you immensely. Now, let's start off with a scripture, Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 11. Going to start here. We're going to use this as our launching pad today, and hopefully, this will set the tone of where I want to go today to encourage you and give you some empowerment to recognize some things that are happening. And we want to specifically talk about being an enabler. So, definitely, you might be the problem, and specifically with enabling people to do things they just should not be doing. So, once again, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 11, notice what it says here and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. That word reprove means to reprimand or even rebuke. So we know here in the scripture, based on what the book of Ephesians is telling us here, that you and I should not have any fellowship with people that are just doing wrong stuff. And we most certainly know that we should not be enabling them on their path to doing wrong. You know as well as I do that relationships are hard. It's very difficult. Even if you got a really good friend, man, you got to work at this thing. It's like marriage. Marriage is work and it's work to be somebody's friend. And if they disagree, They don't understand the whole goal of integrity and character and building relationship because, man, this stuff is difficult. It's hard because here's the thing that people don't say. When you meet somebody, you don't meet them initially. You meet their representative and then you find out somewhere down the road who they really are. So people don't want you to see who they truly are, you find that out maybe two years, three years, five years down the road, people begin to start showing you what they are all about. And the thing of it is, is that when you meet somebody and you start talking to them, whether it's going to be a boyfriend or whether it's just going to be a friend, a mutual friendship where y'all just, you know, hanging out, kicking it, whatever, you know, whatever the situation might be, you got to really be asking God about people that you are about to hook up with. Now, again, when I say hook up with, I'm not just necessarily talking about marriage. I'm not talking about a boyfriend or girlfriend, but that would apply as well. But I'm just talking about building relationships with people because you're just not taking in one aspect of them. You're taking in all of who they are and most certainly the parts they don't even want to show you. So you have to really be prepared and you got to be ready. And as a pastor, as a teacher, as a mentor, and because this is a Christian podcast, really trying to empower you and help you in your life not to make the mistakes that I made in relationships with friends and different people. Although I will say I've never been an enabler because I never wanted to be around the wrong type of people. But I will say there's been times in my life where those things kind of would come together 
after a while, after you find out something about somebody, you like, man, I think I really was about to get in a relationship with you and you really up to no good. So I'm glad I was really able to find that out. But I was never the kind of person who just wanted to be around wrong people. That's just never been my thing. But I want to really try to help you and bring some truth to power and really try to help you figure some things out. If you are enabling friends that are in your life, maybe because you're so desperate to have a friend or have a confidant that you just going to take people how they are, even though they're living recklessly. Now, one of the things I will tell you is in any relationship, you can't make people do something they don't want to do. People should not get in relationship because, you know, you're trying to be their mother or their father or their counselor or their psychologist. People don't sign up for that. In some ways, you do have to take people how they are. But in terms of me staying in a relationship with you, once I get the notion that you just up to no good, I'm just going to cut the umbilical cord, hit you with the deuces and be out. But most times it's difficult to do that because we're so emotionally invested in a situation where it's just difficult to walk away. So you may be one of those people, you are in a position right now where you feel like you're doing everything you can to help somebody, but yet that negative situation just continues to get worse and worse and worse. Watch this. It is possible you could be enabling the other person to do wrong. It's something about people when they figure out you're going to be their lifeline. I mean, they'll get in trouble on purpose because they know you're going to bail them out. And so you can't continue to be a sucker as it relates to these issues. You might be the problem. And if you are, you just got to own it. It is difficult. People don't want to own anything. People love to pass the buck and say it was them. It was them. No, it's you. Because again, we can't change anybody. But once you get the revelation that this person is not bringing anything to the table and you stay, you got nobody to blame but yourself. So I want you to be wise and understand that God is always there. He lives inside of you. So there should be a radar going off in your spirit, man, when you getting hooked up with somebody and don't ignore the signs. That's another thing that we do. We ignore the signs. We ignore what we see. If it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, is not a snake. It's a duck. But we want to look at it and say, oh, well, it'll get better. No, it's been two years. You worse. And now you drain my bank account. I don't have the family members around me that I used to. I mean, you got to look at it like this. Before you got in a relationship, if everything was good, then you get in a relationship with them. And now things have progressively got worse for you. All at the same time, you're trying to enable them. You already know it's this connection that you are in. So we got to be very diligent as it relates to relationships, because, again, that is really the goal of life, that you go through life with someone. God doesn't want you to go through life without nobody. God has somebody out there for everybody. God has a friend. He's got somebody that'll help you. He's got somebody that'll pour into you. He's got somebody who will be there for you. You know, this is kind of the nature of how God wants to do something. But watch this. We just can't take the first bus that's coming. So you got to wait sometimes and allow God to send you that friend, that confidant that you know that they are about the things that you are about. We are not here to be trying to enable people to do bad 
because we just need somebody in our life. I always tell people, go buy a dog, a cat, a goldfish. Come on now. At least you know they can't get into no trouble. So we got to be, again, thinking about things before we get involved. And one of the things that I live by is this. Advice not sought is advice not taken. You might want to write that down. Advice not sought is advice not taken. People that really, truly know me, they really, truly, if they'll tell you, man, I know Pastor DeLoe. This is one thing that they'll tell you about me. I do not offer advice. I never do. You know why? Because you have to seek my advice. I'm just not going to give you advice, give you a plan. To me, it's disrespectful to really do that to a person because people, when they ready, they ask for it. So if people don't ask me for help or ask me for advice, even if I see them doing wrong, I'm not going to step in. It's foolish to do that. And I know people say, well, I just got to help them. That's where you start to become an enabler. When people want your help, they will seek you out. When they don't want your help, they won't ask you. So I live by that. Advice not sought is advice not taken. So you may be in a situation right now where you connected to this friend, you connected to this person, and you are really trying to help them. But again, you helping them is causing their situation to become worse. Let us quickly here define what an enabler is. It's a person who encourages negative or self-destructive behavior in another. Now, this is crazy. This doesn't even make sense because a person who really wants to help you, why would they help you to become self-destructive? Generally, when you want to help somebody, you want to help them get out of a situation, not get further into it. And this is, I'm telling you, man, this is demonic to a great extent because you can be in a situation where you trying to bail them out and be their leak out plan that you don't even know that you have become a part of their unfruitful works of darkness. Like the scripture just said that I read to you in the opening. So if this is you, there's no shame, no shade. Just hear what I'm saying and make these adjustments. Let me give you about six of these. Here's number one. You just need to stop. Right today, right now, right while you listening to this podcast, you just need to stop and you need to remember that picking up the slack for your friend is not helping them to get better. Covering for them. Like they were supposed to be somewhere to get their child at five o'clock or three o'clock and you covering for them. No, we're not here to cover your mess. That's not why we're in a relationship. We're supposed to be two grown adults. You know you were supposed to be where you were supposed to be at five o'clock. How come you weren't there? When we're in a relationship, man, both of us got to be mature in this thing. And I am not here to help you to continue to do things you shouldn't be doing. Now, it's one thing I cover for you and you in a situation where something, an accident happened or something beyond your control. That's different. But if you out doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing and I'm covering for you again and again. And here's one thing that enablers love. They love when they got somebody who will continue to do it. It's almost like they testing you. Let me see how far I can allow them to help me in my folly. And once they know they got you, they got you. They will continue to up the ante again and again and again. So hear me today. I want you to stop. Because if you really care about them the way you say you do, why would you want to help them be destructive? 
Why would you want to help them to stay on drugs and alcohol? When you know they just need it, you know, to relax. No, we're not doing that. Because watch this. We keep enabling you. One day you're going to get on the freeway drinking and driving. You're going to kill somebody. No, we cannot do that. So number one, you just got to stop. You got to stop today. Number two, instead, just observe. Sit back and watch. I'm telling you, that's one of the number one ways I learn things. That's a secret, I think. I just shared one of my secrets. When I'm getting ready to do things with people, I'll just observe them. I'll just watch them. They don't even know I'm watching them. They don't even know I'm checking it out. They don't even know I'm checking to see how they work in a group, how they talk to other people. But trust me, I'm checking them out. I'm vetting them. Jobs do this, man. Before they bring you into their company to add you to their team, they want to vet you and see what type of person you are. So sometimes, man, we just got to do that. We have to just observe. So rather than being so quick to jump in and offer help, sit back and just watch what happens. I'm telling you, it's like presto. When people are in a jam, they will do the same thing again and again and again. And what you will begin to notice is patterns in the behaviors of people. People have patterns. I'm telling you, man, people that lie, they lie generally all the time because that's a pattern with you. And they will want you to get hooked up in their lie. And now you're enabling them to lie when you knew full well where they were supposed to be. We don't want to get caught up. Watch this. I don't need to be your friend that bad. Come on now. As the old saying goes, I can do bad all by myself. I don't need that. And so if we're going to be empowered, we need to be empowered to know you can make some decisions. That's what this podcast is really about. It's about helping people to know you got a choice to make. You can make a decision. You are never in a situation where you can't help yourself. Don't ever look at your situation and say, it is this bad. Like, I really need this friend in my life. I really need this family member in my life. No, you don't need them in your life like that if you are losing yourself your own value about what you really wanted to get into this relationship for. Don't do that to yourself. So just observe. Number three, here's one. And here's the hardest one out of the six that I'm going to give you. It's called listen. Listening is a skill and not everyone has it. Earlier in my life, I didn't really know how to listen because my listening was trying to help. So I had to learn that listening is just that. It's not doing anything. It's just actually being there and listening to a person and listening to them with empathy, trying to get an understanding. Because, see, in relationships, that's really what you're after. I'm just trying to get an understanding about what you are involved in, what you are about, what is your purpose, what is your destiny, what are some things you really want to do. I just want to listen. Generally, men have a problem with their wives. When we listen, we automatically try to put a plan together. And most women, especially my wife, she said, honey, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to listen. But sometimes that's difficult for men because we want to do something because men are very active. We're hunters. We want to take care of it. But help me. But let me help you with this. Whether you're male or female listening to me right now, we have to really learn this skill. It's tough, man, because again, your emotions are involved and the person that you are enabling, they know that you love to get involved and help. So this is going to be difficult, but you're going to have to switch up. And you say, you know what? I'm going to be here just to listen to you. 
That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to try to bail you out. I'm not here to try to give you any money to pay your debt. I'm not here to lie for you. I'm not here to be deceptive with you about somebody else that you have done something wrong with. That's not my purpose. I do care about you, but check this out. I'm caring about you through listening. So this is a way that you can stay informed by hearing how your friend or how your loved one really feels. And watch this. A good friend listens attentively, considering listening as a way for self-care for the other person. But see, they're so used to you enabling them, they don't think you care, but you do. You're offering self-care right now as you learning this skill about listening. So do yourself a favor and say, you know what, before I get in here and talk to him or talk to her or or this other family member about what they're going through, I'm recognizing that I've been enabling you. You don't even have to tell them that. All you got to do is say, you know what, I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm just going to listen to you. I'm not going to bail on you, not going to run from you, but I am going to listen and just get an idea of where you are. I'm going to get an idea and listen to you and see if you've changed. I want to see if you're still playing the victim. I want to see if you're still playing me like a fiddle (laughs) because I've been allowing you to do it. But I'm going to wake up to the reality and just listen and see if my listening can help you to see that I care. But if they start asking you for things, if they start doing the same old stuff they were doing, they're not really caring about the relationship that you guys supposedly have. That's not the case. So we got to learn how to listen. Point number four, allow an opportunity for your loved one or a friend. Watch this. Just figure it out for themselves. Give them an opportunity to figure it out. And that's why I said to you early in this podcast that one of my favorite slogans is advice not sought is advice not taken because a person has to come to the end of themselves. You got to let a person figure it out. Let's see if you can figure out how you got into this mess, figure out how to get out of it. In other words, keep in mind that when you jump in, and you're always providing your assistance all the time, you continue to rob this individual to learn how to solve problems, challenges along the way. Their problems keep causing other challenges, but they got to learn how. And that's the thing. Even with parents, parents can enable kids. They just mess them up. Every time they do something, you're there. Every time this happens, you're there. And I get it as a parent, but watch this. If we're going to help our kids grow up and be functional adults, if they make a mess, help them clean it up. In other words, when you got a little child, you help them clean it up, you know, because they may not know how, but you get involved and help them clean it up. Now, as they grow and they become teenagers, you say, I'm not helping you clean this up. You know how to clean this up. I helped you when you were small. So you know how to take accountability and responsibility for the things that you are doing. Because watch this. What we don't address when a child is small, when they get older, things get worse. And so it is with friends in our lives. And so it is with adults and family members in our lives. We got to make sure that we are not getting in the way. This is one of the things, too, I think is so important that when we are walking in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we ask him, how much am I supposed to do? When was the last time you asked God, how much am I supposed to do in this situation that this person wants my help for? What am I supposed to do? Because a lot of the times we're doing things that God really didn't tell us to do. And so we get in God's way. Matter of fact, many times we're playing God. 
God's not asking you to fix their stuff. That's not what he wants you to do. Now, if he says to you, I want you to do this, do that. If he says, I want you to do that, then do that. But many times we just keep helping and helping and helping. And we are helping them become dysfunctional. So we got to stop that today. We got to really understand and know that if we're really going to get this thing straight, we got to remove ourselves out of the situation. And we got to allow ourselves and loved ones that we really say we care about, man, you're going to have to figure this out on your own. All right. Now, Point number five, we got to recognize it's not your job to fix troublesome situations. Who told you that it was your job to fix your friend's problems? Why do we do this? Why, are we taking people on as a science project? We got to look at our life and say, when we involved with people. What are we involved with them for? When you decline to help, you're silently placing the issue back squarely on their shoulders where it belongs. Remember, it's not your situation. It belongs to them. So if they got in debt, why are you taking it on? I mean, you'd be surprised, man. People go get a second job. Why are you going to get a second job to help him or to help her? They're not learning responsibility of the stuff that they're doing if you're helping them. No, we're not here to do that. So when you find yourself in that situation, you got to quickly remove yourself out of that. We do not have the time to be trying to teach grownups how to be grownups. That's their responsibility. And it's amazing how quickly people learn when you show shut their water off. When you shut their water off and now they got to go get it for themselves. Now they got to figure out a plan. You'd be surprised how intelligent they get, how smart they are. You know what? They were smart all along, but they wanted to find someone who they could squeeze the life out of so that they could drain you or whoever the person is because they don't want to do it on their own. These things should never be. We got to really get this straight if we're going to really do this the way that it's should be done. And finally, point number six, disengage emotionally from the person. That is so key to stop enabling a friend or a family member. See, once you realize what you're doing, you'll be better able to remain on the outside of your friend's troubling events. Think of your friend and their issues as a tornado. What happens when a tornado comes? You want to get away from it. You want to hide. You want to get under a bench. You want to get in the closet. Nobody just say, hey, it's a tornado. I'm just going to run into it and be sucked away. Nobody does that. Nobody with sense anyway. So we got to look at the friends and the family members that we have allowed ourselves to get hooked up with and say, man, you are a tornado. You are a hurricane. Anything can happen when I'm around you. You have proven that you just cannot be trusted. And I am not about to lose everything I've worked so hard for trying to help you. I'm going to say that again. You cannot lose everything you working hard for to help them. No, recognize that they might still have some good in them. I'm not telling you not to pray for them. You should. But when it comes time for doing the work, that's not your responsibility to do the work for them. Anybody that's in trouble, Alcohol Anonymous, anybody else that a drug addict, they'll tell you when they get in these programs, they make them confess who they are because people have to come to a point that they understand that this is what I'm involved in. I'm not going to run from this. So I'm not going to bail you out. 
I'm going to love you. I'm going to pray for you. But no, you are a tornado right now. And I'm not going to let you just blow away every time you roll in, you get in trouble, you think you can just pick up the phone and call me. Because here's the reality of what I've learned from situations like this. People always say, I'm there for everybody else. But when I need someone, I never have any help. See, it's time for you to break away. It's time for you to have the strength to walk away. I am not saying these things are easy. This is real life, man. You got people in these situations right now. You may be one of them, or as you are listening, you may know somebody who's wrapped up in this. Because I'm telling you, man, these soul ties are for real. But you got to break this thing right now and realize this is what it is. This is what they're doing. So I'm making a choice to do this. And I'm going to decide to remain on the outside of the whirlwind. That's what I'm going to do. That's what's best. So when you disengage emotionally, you can think clearly. See, you're too emotional. When you're so emotional, you can't make any decisions. But when you're on the outside of it, you got no feeling. Imagine how you would act in a situation that you're not connected in. You can make good, sound decisions. Don't get sucked in anymore. So if you believe you are caught up in this cycle of helping friends and loved ones too much, step back and examine the relationship, then apply some of these strategies that I've been giving you. You got to stop enabling people today and realize your loved one's world may uh, come to a crashing halt, but it needs to. Because until it comes to a crashing halt, they're not going to wake up and see all the damage and the wreckage around them. I think some of the best signs or not the best signs, but some of the best things that could have happened to a lot of people is that they hit a brick wall because hitting that brick wall, they were able to see, man, I am really out of control. And remember again, you're not called to save anybody. When we talk about salvation from a spiritual sense, we know that Jesus did all of that, but that person still has to accept what Jesus did and obey and follow him if they are even going to see the fruits of salvation. So there's still some work that they have to do. So I want to encourage you today. If you find yourself again in this situation, do these things. I promise you, I really do believe there's something in here that can help you recognize if you'll be honest and say, you know what? I've been enabling my friend, my family member, and I'm seeing it today. Self-awareness is a monster. It's difficult when you become aware of yourself and become aware of the things that you have allowed. But it's okay. Wake up today and say, you know what? I'm going to do something about it because I'm in a brand new year and I'm not about to have all this drama around me that I did before. Make some different changes and watch some things open up for you. This is my prayer. But that's all that I have for you today. I pray that this episode blessed you. If it did, as always, send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Let me know that these shows are being a blessing to you. I just won't simply know if you don't reach out. So do it today. And finally, I do have a website thomasadeloach.com. We are making changes. So come back as frequently, as often as you can. I'm endeavoring, watch this, to build a relationship with you. And trust me, this is not a toxic relationship when you get involved with me because my only thing is to empower you and help you to become better in your walk with God. All right, so go to my website. And finally, if you want to be a blessing to this show and just keep us rolling and moving on so we can produce quality content and things of that nature, go back to the website 
like thomasadeloach.com. You'll find a donation tab there. Click that tab and you'll be able to give to your heart's desire. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And everything that you give helps me to produce a quality show. If this show has been a blessing to you today, share it with somebody who you know can really take advantage of what we talked about today. Listen, I'm always praying for you, believing God's best for you. Keep your head up. This is a new year. We're about to do some new things and we're going to be stress-free while we're doing it. And remember, as always, to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.